0: We've established that we're forever changing and forever growing. Um, and that we have cycles and that, you know, there are all of these things that are that that are going on. If I am always checking in with myself, if I am always operating from that alignment, if I am always saying, Does this align with me? My values, my beliefs, what are my values and beliefs? Have they shifted? Have they changed over time? Right? Really, like it's a constant sort of reflection a constant journey alignment is not something you fix once it's 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 constantly sort of shifting and refining but you you, you also need to like bring it back and say okay where am i where am i
1: going what am i doing welcome to the spiritual Shiftworker podcast i'm lyann and i'm so happy that you've pressed play today this podcast is here to inspire you but more importantly to provide you with the tools you may need in order to make a shift in any area of your life. Whether it's a small shift or a big shift, I will be sharing real-life stories from incredible humans who have done both. And of course, as a shift worker, we will navigate all the ups and downs of working shifts, from nutrition to learning how to ditch the overwhelm to creating more time to do the things that light you up. So grab that Java, sit back, and enjoy. Welcome back to the show. Thanks so much for pressing play today. I am super excited to introduce you to this week's guest. Hannah Cremona is a business strategist empowering entrepreneurs and business owners with organic marketing strategies that leverage their existing skills, strengths, and other assets to build conscious and sustainable businesses. Hannah has over 15 years experience building brands and people in various industries, from pharma to social enterprise, from blogging to digital marketing, consulting to business strategy, coaching, and mentorship. Hannah is also a mentor with worldwide Shiro's, a published author, and a mother. Let me tell you a little bit about Hannah from a personal perspective. Hannah and I met inside a Facebook group oh, a couple years ago now, I know this seems to be a theme, where I meet all my amazing guests. Um, But it was interesting because Hannah and I have been on a number of Zooms just in regards to coaching, feeling things out, what she offers. And it was interesting because I never knew where she actually started. And so that's why I love these conversations, getting to know my guest on that sort of deeper level and more personal level than just what sometimes you see on social media. And so this conversation, Hannah and I got into Um, A lot of really cool topics and things that I love to talk about, alignment, um, digging deep into why we are the way that we are. Um, But what was really cool was what we shared together is this innate awareness that we both have in regards to being very conscious in our being. And I love how Hannah has navigated through a lot of her life and and reflecting questions back and I love we talk about judgment, we talk about people-pleasing, we talk about um, perfectionism and it's all very fascinating to me, this conversation, in that when you become aware of your conscious thoughts and what you're saying, how you can reflect back to yourself why you're doing the things that you do and what's super cool is that Hannah um, her little guy just turned one and I think that really shifted things for her in being able to let go of the needing to be in control and we talk about what what really matters like there's a lot of things that we worry about and we do in our life that just doesn't really matter and that at the end of the day time really is the most precious commodity that we have and yet we get so worried and concerned about all the other things that we can always make more of like money and other products and things that you can go buy at the store. So I absolutely love this conversation and make sure that you follow Hannah and all the places. She's on LinkedIn and of course Instagram and Facebook and, uh, you know, just check out all that she has to offer. And I don't like, if you are in the entrepreneurial world, check out how she coaches, check out, you know, what she has to offer. But I highly recommend that you just go and follow her regardless because she is speaking her authentic truth. She is showing up. And is an example to not only me, but I certainly hope you as the listener and anyone who follows her, that when you show up as yourself in your truth and say what you want to say in the moment that that is your truth, that that is alignment and that we all can take a lesson from that in how we live our lives from this day forward. So grab that Java, sit back and enjoy. Good morning, Hannah. How are you? Good evening, man. (laughs) I'm (laughs) well. I know. I love, I'm loving these time zones. Uh, I don't know if it was something to do with the stars, the moon, but last week I couldn't get my time zones even clearer. So if this is a great place to start for um, people to understand who you are and what you are, but maybe just tell them where you are in the world to start. Yeah. So I'm currently in Kathmandu in Nepal. Um, yeah. Cool. Yeah. And so it is, as we just discussed, I guess, nine, uh, quarter to nine in the evening there. Yeah. Just about. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Okay. This is the best thing about technology, right, is that it 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 connects us wherever. And so even though the world is still really, really big, it actually is really, really small.
0: Absolutely. I love this. I love the fact that we can connect with each other. I mean, for me, if you had to men if you had to say that I'll be doing this 10 years ago, um even even maybe 6 years ago, I would have said like what are you smoking? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it is it's wild, right? How and I mean, let's be honest, the last 3 years, almost 4 years have really changed things as far as this kind of communication. So um, I love it. I'm so glad that this worked out time zone wise, but I would love for you to sort of introduce yourself to the listeners. Tell us a little bit about more now that we know where you are in the world. And as this version, um, because we always know we're always changing, always evolving, always shifting. What are you currently excited about as this version of Hannah?
0: Ooh. So a little bit about me. Uh, My name is Hannah Cremona. I am a relatively new mommy. My first son is about to turn one um, in two weeks. So I'm celebrating my anniversary.
1: (laughs) Yes, right. I saw that yesterday. I was like, yeah, that is amazing because when you have like multiple kids, it's like okay, I'm just an I'm just you know I'm a mom to number two, but what was the anniversary of first becoming a mom? I absolutely love
0: it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, whilst I'll obviously still give my son his 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 show his limelight, yeah. um, I won't steal Um Jokes aside, I am a business strategist. I've worked in business development and marketing, uh, basically my whole life since I was a teen um, in my summer months. Um and then maybe when it was a bit illegal for me to work, I <laughs> did some work. Um because that's who I am. I'm an overachiever. I've I've always I've ha- I've always had this hurry, right, of 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 growing up, and maybe that says something about uh, my personal yeah. development and healing that I'm going through <laughs> in, yeah. in through this journey. Um but I I just had this thirst. I had this hunger for growth. I had this hunger for more to meet people, to do something, to create an impact. And it was always really present in me. Um, so that, that led me in, in my career in business um, development and marketing, where I represented various brands, international brands, primarily in the healthcare and um, skin, skincare industry. Um And yeah, from then, so many things that that went on, but um, I'm now working with uh life coaches healers spiritual workers and consultants who are building their business online who get to do what we do here who get to connect with people across the world so that they can share their gifts so that they can create their impact and so for me that's really important that I'm working with people who have people at heart right it's all about that ripple effect that's mm. create.
1: yes and this is um obviously I always usually like to let the listeners know how I know my guests and that is sort of how we connected uh through Facebook group and you know it's kind of cool because I, you know, we've been on a zoom a couple of Zooms before, but I didn't really know sort of your background. And I, you know, I've done a little bit of my, my homework. Um, but I I think this conversation is going to be really interesting because until I did that and really looked into who you really were, I didn't know about the overachiever aspect of you you're very very confident um maybe that's part of it right and you just yeah right it's a i don't like the word balance we'll get into that but i mean you've sort of covered how we got how you've gotten here like but maybe just take the listeners back where you started and sort of like you've you've mentioned you know you've you've started working at a young age but how did that flow into the fact that now you're in Nepal?
0: Yeah. So between then, I, I say then like my previous life. Literally. Yes. <laughs> I really call it my previous life. Um. So I really like hit the reset button on life at that point, um, which then took me on to many other journeys. Uh, but when I started my coaching business, I had not been working um, in the sense of... Uh, delivering myself, presenting myself in a certain way—I have been, but I was discounting all of those experiences, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I felt like a total newbie. I felt very insecure. I felt very like I don't know what I'm doing. I, I was so scared of people judging me, like you know, this newbie. She doesn't know anything. Who does she think she is? And all of that, like chit chat, was was going on in my mind. Um, so my early days were 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 were, were hard when <laughs> they were hard. I I you mentioned the fact that i that I'm I seem very very confident, but this is something I really had to build again. Um, there was there, there was this journey of of really discovering who I was because when I left my career, my identity was just so attached to that career, to that job, to my family business, to my mother. There was so much weight. There was so much pressure. So I worked in my family business. My mom was uh, my direct boss at the time. And they were like, they were big shoes to fill, you know? And there was a lot of expectation behind that. So I just felt like my whole identity was based on that. Mm -hmm. And so... There was a lot of discovering who I was, but before I had, before I could do that, which is an ongoing process. Yes,
1: absolutely. <laughs> I had to like,
0: things had to die in the process. I had to go through many identity debts and like, you know, peeling back the layers, peeling, taking off the masks, taking off the bodysuits and the armors and the, and the everything that I, that I put on the hats. And um I mean, as it's still a process but it's that that was the journey and and so starting the coaching business i uh, i really had to go back and look at the skills and the strengths that i actually had and 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 i i anchored in that and so my confidence came from there
1: amazing yeah we all, i again we're not the same no matter how insignificant we think the changes are right. Like maybe, you know, you just do one thing and you've, you've stepped it up, but it's like, no matter what, we're constantly changing we're constantly evolving. And I like how you said, like so many, um, humans get wrapped up into the identity of what they're doing and who, you know, the work that they do, like I'm a police officer and so many police officers don't think there can do anything else they're wrapped up in this identity and it's not until something happens that they can't do that or the nudges get too strong right where it's like I have to do something else where you then start to go oh I need to let that die and and recreate something new and I think you're right it's we're constantly doing that and I don't think it should ever end because that's the whole point of being here right
0: yeah Absolutely, absolutely. It's it's it really is that Jenny. yeah. Of so listening, of yeah, listening
1: to listening to that voice. Oh my gosh! And that has been the biggest thing. I think if everyone could just and that's this is the thing that I share. Right? Is everyone could just sit still for a few minutes a day. Right? You yeah. you'd be able to connect back to that part of you that probably up until the ages of eight or nine, you knew who you were and you knew what you could do. Yeah. Anything right? And then, as you said, all these other things get layered on top. And so I like, you know, overachiever is one term, right? That's a, that's a label that, that you've put on yourself because of whatever reason, right? But you identify as a recovering perfectionist or recovering control freak. And so how did you work through that? Like, or are you still working through it? Like I said, I imagine, but What tools or maybe rituals have you had to sort of take on in order to, unless of course that was serving you, right? Everything serves us in one way or another, but let's just talk about that for a minute. And maybe if you can give something to the listeners that if they can resonate and relate to that identity, what you did to, or doing to work through that
0: yeah and you're right. I mean sometimes our our strength can also be our Achilles heel and vice versa right it can it can both propel you forward or it can it can really hold you in your tracks, stop you in your tracks um For me, the perfectionism was great when I had to be very analytical right and really get into the depth and the detail and- re- and the care for detail that um in my previous job people really appreciated. Um, but luckily I, I have a very strategic, more visionary sort of, um, aspect and um, part of me. So, so that allows me to zoom out and see the bigger picture. Otherwise, you can really get stuck into rabbit holes, right? Um, and so perfectionism, when I was starting in the coaching business, started to look like, oh, I, don't have the proper lighting. And I, and I, and it became an excuse. It became excuses for me to have everything perfect. I don't have the proper setup. I don't have a nice background. Um, I don't have the equipment, da, 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 all of the stuff that stopped me from taking action, which meant it stopped me from speaking my truth, which meant it stopped me from serving people. Um, and so, so this really became the, the Achilles heel. What was the other one? Perfectionism and, control uh, control
1: freak <laughs> <laughs> which i you know so, what it's i love that term actually because i think a lot of people can when you hear that right because everybody's like oh you're such a control freak and it's like i am like it's it's something that is is a good trigger for people
0: oh yeah it triggered me like <laughs> like i'm a control freak no way i'm so fun loving he's got no i i i found myself trying to control everything as like, even, even going back to certain episodes in my life when I was, when I was taking that decision of leaving. Right. And I was, I was so scared. I, I kept delaying the process. and procrastinating the process. Why? Because I wanted to control the situation. I wanted to protect. I wanted to control um, other people's responses to it. Right. right. um. And there's so many other things that we we control that we don't even realize, or at least if you're anything like me, right? And so for me, when someone when someone would say I'm a control freak, and really mirror back to me you know, the truth, it, it was it was deeply triggering, and that made me look at why is this triggering me so much? And I started realizing all the subtleties of where I was controlling things, um, and how I was controlling things, and it, it can go down to um, the way you receive things. Right. We, 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 we try to practice um, the law of attraction and manifestation and all of these things. And then you want to control how it comes to you. Like it doesn't work that way. You know, you want to control um, the way people view you or the, their, their emotional reactions like you can't, you know. And sometimes even if it's coming from such a good intention, like you don't want to hurt that person. But maybe that person needs to go through the emotions and go through the fields. It's not your place. Like you're not God. <laughs> Yes, yeah. Like It's not your place to do this, and so so anyway, I I, I digress. I'm, I'm going off
1: on a tangent. Oh, <laughs> I love it because I think you said something really important. There is that when you were triggered when people would say that you had the awareness, though, that you're like, oh, am I? And I think a lot of people aren't there yet. I I, I think this is the whole point for me in sharing these conversations is for people to become because any part of change starts with awareness right of self and when you get triggered a lot of people get defensive because they don't want to go there or they whatever you know the reasons are but were you always like that were you always or was it just that it had happened so many times that you're like this keeps happening what the hell I know for me that's what it was. It was like the same thing kept happening and I'm like, wait a minute, I think I'm the problem.
0: Yeah. It wasn't the same thing happening as in people calling me out. Um, but number one, I started judging people who were control freaks.
1: And so I found myself
0: judging that. Um and I'm very much a believer of the if you if you're pointing one finger at one person, you have three pointing back at you.
1: Oh. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Oh my gosh, that is so good. So every time I'd
0: find myself like judging someone on something, I'm like, oh, what is this saying about me? And so, yes, I had that level of awareness. Yes, I had the level of awareness uh, of the of awareness to, to point the mirror back at me and to look at those three fingers that are pointing back. Uh, and although it wasn't so obvious in what other, like it wasn't so obvious on the external, it was obvious to me because I do see patterns. I I pick up on patterns and behaviors and themes and concepts. You know, I I look for the, for the underlying theme a lot. Um, And so this became an underlying (laughs) team. Okay. (laughs) Go right. Then I need to let go. I need to let go. And then I started realizing where I'm not letting go, where there Mm. was, where
1: there was control. And so was it just literally looking back at yourself? And were there specific questions that you asked or any like other work, any meditation or breath work or things like that to get through that? Or was it Mm -hmm. just literally sitting and asking yourself the questions? Um,
0: I think first it's about becoming aware of when it's happening and then, and then asking myself, like, what is it? Like, what, what am I controlling? Like, what is it? What, why do I, what do I need to control here? What is it that I can't let go? Like, why can't I not let go of this? Um, and so asking and reflecting on that, um, meditation has helped. I I do, I do many therapies on and off, body work, um, energetic work with, with, uh, therapists, um, hypnotherapy and all of these things. So I can't pinpoint one thing. Um, I think it really depends on the, on the situation, but I just know that it's an ongoing process and it's. For me, maybe still unfolding. I think this thing of letting go has been a more recent sort of revelation on my inner work
1: journey. Yeah, and and, and does or has um, having your son, how has that changed that? Because there are things, wow, oh, that so when so I cool. became a mom, there's just things you cannot control. Okay, <laughs> so this is to me... <laughs>
0: really say the truth yes child we're letting it all out right childbirth was the the big sort of you can't ignore that this is an issue anymore childbirth labor for me was a big slap in the face stop ignoring this it was almost three days long wow which symbolically just told me like it just like let go I couldn't let go you know it was that feel that sensation of let go and so my son for me is like such a huge I don't know what you want to call it but um but this is really where I started to take that 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 seriously
1: (laughs) Mm, yeah right it's like so you were trying to control what the, the when he would arrive or how he would arrive you had it sort of all planned down not really but
0: um I think it think I think it was just a big symbolic like it was a big symbol of a representation of what was really going on with me emotionally physically and mentally that my body because it might have been controlling and holding because of many reasons for many years and whatever. And maybe that was my survival, you know, my survival mode, but now it doesn't serve me anymore. And yet my body still holds on to things.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Right. And I think such a great, uh, sort of intro into the fact of how much our body holds, um, things that we, we don't think about anymore, like emotions and experiences. And so I love that you mentioned that because I, that's one thing that I've been doing a lot of somatic healing work in that you, you know, you could just slough things off to, Oh, it's just this pain or, but it's like, where are you holding past experiences or emotions? And for you, I I think you're right. Very symbolic. Right. And what have you done now? You're um, sun is going to be a year in two weeks, but what have you learned now in the last, you know, the last year about holding on to things? Oh, it just doesn't serve you. <laughs> right? Just- there's just so much
0: baggage. It's so heavy. There's so much baggage. How can you expect to move forward? How can you expect to grow? How can you expect to welcome new things in your life? If you're a business owner, taking on new clients, increasing your capacity to take on new clients or to experience new things, um, to move forward in relationships. I don't know, like many things. It just, it just you can't go around holding all this shit, <laughs> literally.
1: Yeah. And I think people, again, right, there's got to be a level of awareness or consciousness in order to see that. And, and, you know, sharing the way that you are helping people build businesses in bringing that into it, right, is, is really amazing because there's so many people who have gifts that need to get out into the world. And I mean, we've chatted before, right? And I've still on this journey, but over the last year, it's like, I've re- released a lot of the beliefs that were serving me for a purpose. And so that's such a great question as well, is that when women, mostly women, I believe, are is is who you're helping build businesses. Um, but is how prominent is that you've got to do that work first? So is that the first thing that you deal with when they when they come to work with you or it, you're not jumping right into the strategy? Well, okay. So,
0: so people come to me for the marketing and for the business, um, but I can't separate the driver to the car. I mean, you know, there has to be someone behind the wheel. And so, and so we can try and bulldoze over your state um, and try and suppress or ignore nothing is going to work. You're just going to crash and burn. And so, when people come to me, they're already doing some kind of work and inner work. They're already they're already somewhere on that journey. Okay, um, it doesn't mean that stuff doesn't come up and you're all healed. Like as I said, this is a process, and we're never all healed. Okay, there's always something. <laughs> there's always another layer somewhere. Um, so so I do things in tandem. Like if this is uh, my highest self is calling me to take this kind of action in my business now, okay, we need to see how to, how to regulate our nervous system as well. You know, you know, what are what are, what are the beliefs? What are the identities, you know, to reach, to go to that next level. And so we do talk about that. Um, and that's why there's like no one size fits all cookie cutter approaches to all of this, because we're all different human beings. And we all have different baggage <laughs> that we wow. bring into the space and we have different skills and strengths and aspirations and so and so it's really about creating that space where we can co-create so that my client for example is finding a sustainable way forward and in a way that they stay in alignment and they're not you know crazy going off into burnouts and stuff like that yeah and
1: I because i I honestly feel and the communities and that I'm in where, you know, there's a lot of this, the hustle and grind aspect of building is really, at least from what I see is, is really fading away. Right. Cause there is more of an awareness that that's not going to serve you. You're going to burn out. Um, but you still have to like, I'd love that you said alignment. Cause I think a lot of people don't really even understand what that means. Right. It is, it's one of those buzzwords, you know, get into alignment and, and everything will be just, be just fine. So for you, what, what is that? Like, what is being in alignment mean?
0: Yeah. For me, it's coming, coming to my truth at, in the moment. <laughs> yeah. That is what it is. Like, um, we've established that we're forever changing and forever growing. Um and that we have cycles and that you know there are all of these things that are that are, that are going on if I am always checking in with myself if I'm always operating from that alignment if I'm always saying does this align with me my values my beliefs what are my values and beliefs have they shifted have they changed over time Right, really, like it's a constant sort of reflection, a constant journey. Alignment is not something you fix once. It's 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 constantly sort of shifting and refining. But you 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 also need to like bring it back and say, Okay, where am I? Where am I going? What am I doing? Is this align or not? Does it align with my bigger vision? Does it align with my mission? Does it align with my values? Does it align, you know, with with all of these things? So um, uh, does it line with what my heart sings right now, you know, maybe, mm-hmm. it doesn't. um, and am I operating from fear or am I operating from my higher self? You know, really understanding that as well because people misunderstand resistance to to misalignment. We need to be careful. <laughs> um, because yeah. I'm a believer, for example, in daily grinding, if a business, I am a believer in that. But only if that grinding is for the higher purpose and right. it's not burning you out because you're actually enjoying it. It's true sometimes it can get boring, but let's be honest, like building a business sometimes, the most profitable businesses, are fucking excuse my French, boring. No. Yes. Yes. <laughs> there are, and tasks. I, there yeah. are tasks and processes and that's the grind. And that is the grind. Just right. just daily daily thing that you do consistently because I know and I believe and I have and it's scientifically proven that that consistency is going to build that momentum and that momentum is going to compound and that's when you see the results and so if we're always in and out wishy-washy what do we expect to build you can't build a building with building one brick there and one brick there and one brick
1: there like (laughs) yeah I think I loved all of that because Consistency has been one of my sort of, I'm not going to say it's definitely a weakness, but I see it, right? I'm very aware of when I go into the procrastination mode. And then it's like, why am I, why am I not wanting to do the thing? And sometimes you have to go, but it needs to be done, even though I don't want to do it. And then there's other times where it's like, is it just because this is a procrastination tool, right? And working hard, there's such a big thing around that, right? Because there's so many, it's like, oh, I only work two hours a day and I make millions. It's like, okay, maybe you do now, or maybe that's not true at all. Or maybe you spent 10 years working really friggin' hard, 16, 18, 20 hours a day to build your business. And now only what people are seeing is what's actually, you know, now that you're able to do that. So I love that you mentioned that because there is so much. Not that you, you can't build and do anything in flow. I think that's very important. You need the cycles and the waves, but you still have to take the action. And when it is an alignment, like you said, you choose your hard, as they say, right? I think that's, that's really, really important for people to understand that when you are in alignment, you could sit at your desk and work for f- seven, eight hours hard in quotes, but it's, it's easy. Is that right? Yeah, because it flows and you're enjoying it, and and it's it's it's
0: aligned. It's it's within your mission. It's it's within your purpose. Um, I, I think it's also coming because there's this whole like, you know, the masculine way is not right, and let's move into the feminine way of doing things. Like, but that's not right either. Any extreme in its unhealthy form is not never right. And so it's about finding your integrated part which may my look may look very look very different to yours as well yes right which so
1: she's good guys, and yeah. that's why there's no cookie cutter for anything like this exactly
0: exactly so i think going back to like the original question of the, the healing and the inner work and the development and all of that stuff um i think it's important that it's it's just a constant it's an ongoing process for everyone whether you're in business or not <laughs> you know like <laughs> you know I mean now it's finally time when we start to see this coming through in schools when I'm having conversations with with younger people like they're they're a lot more you know um, aware I
1: guess of certain things um but yeah (laughs) it's yeah I think anyone who says you do that I've done the work they they clearly just have not because it's never done no and Again, right? Some people are never going to get to that state of awareness in this lifetime. And for me, that that was uh, over the last, well, at the beginning of 2020, um, that was my. I wanted everyone to understand and be aware and wake up. And it's mm-hmm. like that's not my job, right? My job is to just do that, do the work for myself, and show other people and be the example, and other people can choose to follow or do it for themselves
0: yeah yeah but you put a very important point forward that not everybody is um gonna arrive to a certain level where they want to take action or they want to take it further um and this reminds me of the sort of people pleaser um <laughs> role of trying to help everyone and I think when you're when we're working um especially People like us, we work with other people who are service providers, uh, who love, who want to serve people to create an impact and, you know, they really care and all of that stuff. It's, it's, it's very easy to get burnt out trying to help everyone. And that is not going to serve you. It's not going to serve the people you're trying to help um, because there are just some people who are not there yet. And so focus your energy on people who are. The rest will get there in their own way. Yes you know, but then there are people, there are already, there are people who are ready to, to, to receive you, to receive the tools that you have, to receive your gifts, to receive your guidance, your, your wisdom, um, and, and do the work. Right. So, uh, yeah. 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 And then then... the marketing people.
1: (laughs) Yes. I was just going to say that I'm like, and that's where the marketing comes in on how to attract your client, (laughs) your perfect soulmate client. Yeah. all that. That is so good. It's so true, but it, but it, but it is right because you're speaking to people on a different level. And that's not, that's not to meant to sound condescending, but it's true. Like we're having this conversation and I could, you know, talk about this all day. And yet there's people in my world that I could never have this conversation with. Um mm-hmm. And yet I'm, I'm hoping that the listeners, right. The people that are listening to these conversations that I'm having on this podcast are at that level where they're, just starting to crack it open and go oh I'm aware and, and and this is going to help them right that is the whole purpose of this platform yeah. is to show yeah. people how it how others have done it and then you get to pick and choose like the buffet take what you want and leave the rest um, yeah. on on what you can implement into your own daily life and it's not about building a business this is about life this is just about having a more expansive life because I mean what are we we are now? Freaking January 2024, like what the hell? But it's like, I remember myself, you know, we always talk about age and it's like, oh, I wish I was only, you know, 30 or 40. And it's like, yeah, but I don't want to be that person, right? I I don't want to be that version of me because she wasn't living to her full capability or her full potential. So you're right. Marketing, that's how we get into that. So, oh, that's so good. Um, so I saw a quote. (laughs) Um, that I saw that you had posed to your audience mm. on social media. And so I'm going to ask it to you. Um, apart from resilience, congruency and strong work, work ethics. So strong work ethics, what qualities are required to build a successful? And then I'll say coaching business in there, but a, a business. I mean, I think we've talked about a few of them already, but they sort of all right, right resilience is to keep going the congruency is that alignment and then the working quote working hard what else do you think is required
0: i mean i think it takes a lot of courage um because even doing that inner work takes a lot of courage and taking the actions in your business takes courage and even taking certain risks and making investments in your business requires courage um because yeah, maybe there are fears associated with all of that, right? Or maybe there are experiences or whatever. So I think I think I think it requires a lot, a lot of courage to to do that and stay in the game. Um, and I would say clarity. Without clarity, you don't have a roadmap, and if you don't have a roadmap, you cannot stay in a like you can be in alignment in the moment, but what are you working towards? And so, yeah, you can't be in alignment to your mission because you're not moving towards it, <laughs> yeah. right? And so, like, you, like having this clarity gives you direction. I'm um, having the strategic vision. Having, you know, like, like, like looking at a chessboard, knowing which which game, which which plays to make. Um, I don't know how to play chess, to be honest with you. <laughs> I don't know why that either. Me neither. I don't know why that example came up. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, clarity. I think clarity is really important, and um, and you know, otherwise you can. It's so easy to just get stuck in 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 rabbit holes, right? Like you can't get out of, and to just take you off off track, um, or get you doing things and hustling and grinding, doing things that don't really matter, right? That aren't really gonna get you the results, and so even um this this clarity could come from yourself this clarity could come by joining groups this clarity can come by hiring mentors um you know to help you establish what that clarity looks like so that you can move move forward um
1: yeah yeah i think i mean it's we had it's been a while since we had talked when i was first starting on this journey and I will I well, I mean, I was not clear at all what I wanted to bring into the world. And it's probably only after about the last probably five or six months where things have actually become crystal clear. Yeah. And what I love what you said is that I wasn't doing the like you can get so many coaches. There's a the coaches, mentors, podcast, there's so much you can consume. Right. But there's got to be a point then where you stop consuming and go, what is it that I actually want? And get clear on that. That's the, that you're right. I think clarity is the mm-hmm. biggest thing. And that's not just about building a business. It's like, what do you want in your relationships? What do you want in, in your health? Like it's those, those, the matrix of the main uh, points of, of our lives, whether we, you not, you want to build a business, but it's like, I got there by sitting by myself, And really working through the BS of, but I want that, but do I, or do I want that because someone else is doing that? Do I want, right? The why. And, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's crazy how it's just really gotten very clear because when you're, there's that fine line between you're doing the work, but then you're, not wanting to do the work and is it the fear or the limiting beliefs or is it that you're just not meant to do that (laughs) right and that's you got to come back and get clear again and so I think this conversation is so important because people it's not again it's not just about building a business that's what obviously you help people do the marketing and getting clear so they can actually attract the people that are ready for their gifts to share but in any area of your life it's so so important
0: yeah i mean without a roadmap um you can take you can you can use this on any area of your life like right Your, your your health your physical health your your body image your body shape um your relationships
1: what is the and maybe we already talked about it about the You know, the control freak triggers, but what is the biggest thing? And maybe we'll, we'll narrow it down to maybe since becoming a mom and you're a business owner, what is the biggest thing that you've learned or that you've, you know, that's really shocked you about yourself?
0: Yeah. I think, I think the people pleaser that I brought up in conversation, i I never considered myself to be a people pleaser, but that's part of the control freak. Right. (laughs) i yeah. um, And trying to please people so as to not to shake the waters, or you know, I'm. Um, I think that there was there was quite a shock.
1: <laughs> and and now you're, um, just because I I see your presence, you know, on social media, and it's like you speak your truth and you you call out a lot of the BS that's out there, but you do it in such not a way to not. In a way to, quote, trigger people to go, oh, wait a minute, she's right. What she just said, that's what I'm doing. Oh, my God. Like, but you do it in such a way that it is you're not pleasing anyone and not masking who you are.
0: Yeah. 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 No, no, no. I think I think
1: and this is something that came out whilst
0: you were sharing your, your bit, actually. Um, In that period, you didn't stop taking action. Maybe it wasn't consistent. Maybe you were not super crystal clear, but you were taking action and that action was helping you get closer to your answers. I I, I don't know about you, but if I didn't take that messy action, yeah. I wouldn't have come anywhere close to where I am today. I don't think.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, that, that messy action just kept forcing me because I had the awareness yeah. I and because integrity and congruency is very important to me. <laughs> to, to keep on like reflecting back and, and, and coming into alignment and what am I doing? And what is this? Is this fear? Is this resistance? Is this misalignment? What is it? You know? So like constantly asking those questions, um, totally forgot the question.
1: (laughs) I know me too, because you were, you were on such a good role there. I think just about, um, the people pleasing and how you just really, you know, speaking your truth and not, you know, because there's, people can say things again, it's not about what, what we say, it's always someone else's how they take it, right? Because you can you can have the same words written on a page, and everyone can interpret things differently. But just being truthful and being yourself without worrying about pleasing about pleasing people. Yeah, look,
0: look, understanding the fact that we all process information. So there's 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 the sender, right? The sender of information, and they have the tonality. Um, the energy behind it, the intention behind their words, and then the words themselves, right? And the body language. So that's them sending. But then how we receive that information, it's being filtered by all of our biases, experiences, traumas, understanding, knowing. So like receiving the same information, you and I could be sitting in a room and it could hit us in completely different ways where I would be like, you know, making maybe, maybe... Finding it funny and you would be like re-traumatized. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Same the same information in the same moment coming from the same person. Yeah. So um I think I think it's always important to understand that people are going to receive it the way they want to they want to receive it in that moment. And you can't control that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And letting go of that, right? Releasing that. Um, attachment to that you can't you can't worry about that because then you're right it will prevent you from taking the messy action
0: it will prevent you from sharing your message and if that feels true to you right now then that is an alignment
1: ah uh, there we go there it is right in that moment the energetics behind what you're saying and you're being truthful to who you are oh i've got like Goosebumps because that is so true, right? We so often get the fear of saying what we really want to say. Um, and that doesn't serve anyone, right? Because then you hold on to that in here in your body, and you're like, I wish I had a said, I wish I had a done. Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> exactly. And the loops, and then the loops, and then the over and the overthinking and the overanalyzing, and the, then the perfectionism comes comes in where it's just not serving you. You're trying to perfect something that that the the perfect thing was to say it as you
1: said it. (laughs) That's right. And I don't know about you, but when you find like when you, you get that hit sort of that, um, because in business, right, they talk about, Oh, batch your content. I I've never been able to do that. I I get the hit to post or to say something for like even my solo episodes. And I, I have to do it and it flows out of me. And it's like, because that's what was meant to be said at that moment. And you're right. Like that's saying it now. Because if you try to say the same thing, maybe down the road or when it's perfect or you've polished it up, it's not going to come across yeah. the same way. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, sometimes I would like get a hit and then just take notes of it. Yeah. Um, because the intention would have come from, from an authentic, um, inspired place. Um, but yeah, otherwise I'm very. I tend to do it on the moment, or yeah, when I get inspired. Um, like yeah, someone re- literally just told me today in 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 a message, like, oh, I'm on my way to a funeral. You know, life is so precious. So I don't know, I don't know who who was at loss, but it's life is so precious. We treat time as though it is the most abundant resource that we have. And then we treat stuff like money and all of these other things, like it's so limited. But in actual fact, it's the other way around. Like, it's the other way around. And we spend so much time. We spend so much time doing things and worrying about things that just don't matter <laughs> they just yeah. don't matter and are not moving you forward and are not getting the results you want to get and are, is not creating the impact you want to create and it's not serving the people you want to serve and life is precious and so is your time
1: <laughs> yes yes ah uh, and that's the thing right like again we were just saying like your little one's gonna be a year a year right and it's like what and my boys just turned 10 and 14 and I'm apparently getting older but even though I don't feel it but it's like yes like be like and this is the thing now is the only moment that you have like friends like I used to worry about the future and worry about what was happening next week and I missed these moments in having amazing conversations now and and just being more present it's like you won't get this moment back. Like, you better ingrain it and feel it and be there. And no matter, like, there's, you're right, there's just things that just don't matter. Like, I learned that a few years ago. I'm like, I used to be a freak about having the house clean and, you know, doing things on a certain day. And it's like, does this really matter? Like, does it really matter if there's dishes in the sink before I go to bed? Yeah no? No, the answer is no.
0: (laughs) But it still bugs me, but let's just I know.
1: (laughs) But it's like now I do it, but this is the thing. Now when I see them, for example, the dishes, I'm doing it from a with a different intention, right? Rather than the stress or the I've gotta be pleasing somebody. I do it from a different awareness. And that's what changes it
0: yeah yeah absolutely absolutely I I I actually had this this morning where I am currently in the process of refurbishing an apartment and I have to like buy all the furniture and all of these things and it freaks me out like I, I am always scared of like buying the wrong thing <laughs> like making mistakes with the measurements and doing you know this kind of stuff and I'm doing it all online so it feels very blind right now um and this morning, you know, I woke my son was sick last night and we had a terrible night. And so I was like, you know what? I'm just going to take this morning easy, you know, like no, no expectations. I'm just going to move very slowly today. Um, and just in that moment, when he took a nap, I created a full budget sheet with all of the list of items per room. I even put images like a mood board. <laughs> it just flowed and i was resisting it for like a whole month and a half and now just in the morning it just it all came together
1: (laughs) yeah right and i think that's a big lesson for people to take away is that when you're trying to force something sometimes you just need to step away for like literally right unplug walk away clear your head take a break come back and then in the energy. And, and when you're feeling, okay, I can do this now, everything will flow. I love that. Mm-hmm. That is such yeah. a great lesson for, for everyone to take away from this conversation. So I have one last question, Hannah, and I, I don't, when it comes to certain things, I don't really believe in the word, like life balance. Like there's always a time, times in our lives where other things are more of a priority. And so I like to ask more of the, you know, with a a baby who's not feeling well and you have a business and now you're doing these refurbishing of this apartment. How do you, and maybe you just answered it, right? Is how you find that harmony in yeah. your life.
0: Yeah. We're also opening a cafe in two weeks and have my whole family visiting. <laughs>
1: okay. So it's a busy season. <laughs> yeah. Who knew January? Yes. Um... <sighs>
0: intentionality being just so intentional with my time um and doing that that mental exercise like you just did like does it really matter do I really need to stress about this right now does this deserve my limited time and energy right now you know and so I really get to prioritize and be intentional with how, where, and who I spend my time, energy, and money <laughs> with.
1: Yes. Yes. If there's one thing that, okay, I said there was, there's a lot of things that people are going to take away from this conversation, but that is the thing, right? Like we just said, time and life is precious and you better be spending it doing the things that light you up with the people, you know, that you want to be with and your energy and protect your energy at all costs. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Intentionality. Ah, mm-hmm. oh, I love this conversation. And I like, I could talk to you all day. Um, yeah, I know, um, other than the fact that it's getting late for you. So, um, where can people find you all the places? Um, yeah, just share yeah. that. So,
0: so I'm sure you'll drop the links in the show notes and yes. stuff, but as far as I checked, I'm the only Hannah Carmona online. So Hannah, Cremona, as you as you sound it, um. And yeah, you can get in touch with me um on Instagram, LinkedIn, or Facebook. And um, yeah, if anything I said hits the spot, <laughs> or anything on my contents that you feel resonates and you want to move things forward, then just send me a message. It's as awesome. simple as that. I keep, simple. Very, I keep things very simple and human, guys. Like yes,
1: yes, right. Me. Like I love it when people have to like re confirm when you're sending them a message like hey it's i'll actually respond i'm a human it's like that's good that's what we need more of we need more of just humans being humans like good human beings so we uh, connect,
0: yeah. uh, it's about connecting. i want to connect with more people um humans um who are willing to
1: be raw and authentic and 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 yeah just like us <laughs> yes so good I appreciate you. I appreciate your time as it's getting late for you. Thank you so much, Hannah. And uh, yes, everyone, I will put everything, uh, all of Hannah's links in the show notes. And if you have loved this episode as much as I have, please share it with a friend, tag us, and leave us a five-star review. And we will catch you next week on another episode of the Spiritual Shiftworker Podcast. Thank you so much for being here with me today. If you loved this episode, make sure you subscribe and share it with someone who you think would love it too. And a five-star review helps get the Spiritual Shift Worker podcast out to those that need it most. I can't wait to connect with you online, so make sure you follow me on Facebook at The Spiritual Shift Worker and on Instagram at Lian Magahi. It's time to enjoy the shift, one breath at a time.